Random Inks Productions presents the Credible Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Mark. What's up, my nerd? Welcome, everyone, to the Credible Nerds Podcast. This is episode 39. And as always, my name is Justin, and I have my fellow nerd with me, Mark. Hey, guys. How's it going? And today is September 3rd, 2019. Like I said, this is episode 39. And as I was preparing the show notes for this episode, I was like, we're only on episode 39? What? It's been two years, and we're on episode 39? We're a bunch of slackers. But then I started remembering that we're, this is close to our 100th episode. I think in the next one or two episodes, we'll hit 100 episodes total. You know, we, we got sidetracked with um, the Marvel reviews and the Lord of the Rings reviews and all these side projects that we did. So numerically, we're only at episode 39, but our overall content number is getting close to 100. And so pretty, pretty big accomplishment in my book anyway. I, I just wanted to get to 50 when we first started. Actually, I wanted to get to 25 to see how, how it goes, how it went. And then I started like, so, oh, we got to at least get to 50. But here we are coming up on 100. So, But yeah, uh, today we want to talk a little bit about the latest news out of the con- summer conventions with San Diego Comic Con in late July. And then D23, the Disney convention, was a couple weeks ago. And there was a ton of news from those two conventions that we want to cover. And the Salt Lake Comic Con, or FanX, is actually coming up this weekend. And I'll be going to that. I don't know if you'll be able to make it mark, but hopefully you can. Hopefully I'll see you there and we can hang out and potentially get some autographs, talk to some celebs. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I'm going to try. I just, <laughs> we just went on a big camping trip last weekend and my wife's parents are coming to town and, you know, she doesn't love me enough just to let me go. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I'm, I'm going to try to make it obviously, but uh I'm not sure. Uh, I've got to save money for the next Star Wars convention. Yeah, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, so if you make it, we'll talk about it. If not, I'll talk about it, and you can comment. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. Uh, We'll definitely be giving a report of Salt Lake Comic Con in some form or another. So, And on that note, uh, we do have a lot of panels that we've recorded over the years from past Star Wars Celebrations and past Salt Lake Comic Cons, and they're on our YouTube channel. So we want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, We want to get to, our first goal is 100 subscribers. Uh, So we're at 20 right now. (laughs) So we've got a little ways to go to get, you know, 80 more to get 100. But uh, it's possible. And then after that, we want to get 1,000. And then from there, a million or, you know, however many we can get. So so please Mm -hmm. subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search The Credible Nerds will pop up. You can see our, our videos. Um, we have, right now we have an exclusive uh, video from the Mandalorian panel. At least uh, it's not the whole panel. It's just the, the sizzle reel or the teaser stuff that they had there. And then we have some stuff from the Star Wars Celebration Episode 9 panel. You know, so just things like that. But you, if you couldn't make it, you can watch it and, and see how, how things were. So, mm-hmm. And that's where, with David Filoni, right? Yeah, Dave Filoni, John Favreau. I and, don't think I got them talking, but they were there on the in the video talking. So yeah, there it's pretty cool. If you haven't seen it, get over there and watch it. I mean, it, it, I don't know, it's long. It's like three minutes long or something like that. It's yeah. not long, but it's it's pretty cool information. Pretty pretty sweet. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff. Uh, it's definitely on it from book like past book releases that we did. Yeah. And, 
interesting. So definitely worth watching. Uh, it's really neat. Yeah, here in the near future, we'll be putting up more content, uh, personalized content with you know stuff with me and Mark giving reviews or having a video podcast like what we're doing now, but just with video or, you know, some, some interesting stuff. And then Mark's going to do some video game reviews. He'll do some live video game play that he'll record and put up there. So if, if you're interested in that sort of thing, but yeah, definitely check us out on YouTube, subscribe to us at the credible nerds there. And also if you give a chance, uh, listen, if you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a review five stars, hopefully, hopefully, but you know, be honest and be fair, but, uh, give us a review let us know what you think of our podcast that helps us helps get the word out and gives us some credibility as a podcast. And then also subscribe to our social media pages, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. And then also finally, if you can support us on patreon.com slash the credible nerds, you can join us there. We have exclusive content, exclusive episodes, as well as um, extended episodes that you can only find there on patreon.com. So join us there, support us for a couple of dollars a month. We'd really appreciate it. So last July, San Diego Comic-Con, the annual convention there in San Diego, they had a lot of news that revealed a lot of cool stuff from our favorite franchises. Uh, there wasn't any Star Wars things going on that I can recall, but a lot of Marvel stuff as well as some DC stuff. So we want to cover that here briefly. I didn't watch any of the panels. I, obviously, we didn't go and I didn't see any of the panels. I just read a lot of the news. If you have the DC Universe app, which is the streaming service for DC comics, they had some reviews and some things like that on their review show that they have with the hosts there. So I did see some of that. But outside of that, I didn't see any of the actual panels. But So in looking at the, the big news was a lot of the Marvel shows that are going to be released and Marvel movies that are going to be released in the next few years. Um, so we'll start off with some of the TV shows that are coming. So there were some surprising ones and some that I expected. I think some of the ones that I expected were um, the were the Falcon and Winter Soldier, as well as a Scarlet Witch show that ended up being titled WandaVision with uh, Scarlet, Witch, Scarlet Witch and Vision. So WandaVision. And Loki I'd heard about, so that wasn't a surprise. But the so one, the WandaVision, is that one pre-endgame? That I don't know. The the blurb they give is gonna be it's gonna be a comedy slash action. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. And it's it the promo for it is like a nineteen fifties picture with uh Wanda and Vision sitting on a couch. Oh, well, that's nice. So, but it says that it'll take place after Endgame. So I don't know what that means. Well, I always wondered too, because you would assume Vision would still be around, right? Because they were going to take the, the rock out anyways, right? That's what they were trying to do before it got ripped out of his head. Yeah. So I always assumed like, oh, he, he'll come back. So I was always a little disappointed that he wasn't in the Endgame. But, so you think after the fallout of the Finity Gauntlet and the stones are done with, they'll put the, that stone back in his forehead? Yeah, because he's still Jarvis and he still, um, he still has it from, dang it, what's the other robot guy's name? Robot guy? Ultron. Ultron. Oh, yeah, Ultron. You know what I mean? So he still has you know, some of him in there. Um, and it was kind of like uh, the Hulk said, you know, maybe the best parts will be saved. Yeah, it's true. So... so yeah, they haven't really announced much as far as con you know what the 
context is and the years and who's going to, they have a limited amount of information. Um, For example, with Falcon and Winter Soldier stars, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan from the the films, but also Daniel Brühl. You remember him from Civil War? He was the the bad guy, the killer that framed um, the Winter Soldier when he blew up the... Oh yeah, the doctor. Yeah. And he's, they didn't really show him shooting himself, but... Uh, when Black Panther walked away, you heard a gunshot, assumed that he had committed suicide, but okay. apparently not because he's going to be in this series. So, yeah. Uh, one that was a surprise for me was Hawkeye. There's going to be a new series with Jeremy Renner. And it's, it says it's going to be focusing on a new character, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not really sure who that is. Is she like Hawkeye too? I think so. Like a second Hawkeye. I mean, which is like, that's what everyone does, right? DC and Marvel. Like there's, a, you know, three or four flashes and like 10 Batmans and <laughs> the Bat family. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? There's, yeah. I mean, they just hand it down, right? There's not just one flashes. I mean, I probably Jay Garrick and Barry Allen are the most well-known, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but I mean, it just happens. It's, it's cool. So I just wonder if, you know, it's going to kind of be like a handoff kind of thing. Yeah. And then Loki, that is, so in the, in Endgame, he grabs the Tesseract and disappears, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm re- remembering correctly, Loki will be about what happens after that. Okay. So it's in a, a different timeline than Endgame. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. So they could do a lot of things there. And at the end, they can just have them go back to the the main timeline and, you know, who knows what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could end it pretty easy, right? Like uh, just with uh, Captain America showing up and fixing it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, Hawkeye, it'll be about, it seems like it's going to be about his time as Ronan, like when his family uh, disappeared in the snap. There was a five-year period, right, between when the snap happened or the blip, if you want to call it that. And when Mm -hmm. they were brought back. So it sounds like it's going to be during that time period. You know what I was thinking about? And I told know this is totally a little bit off subject, but we're talking about Marvel. You know how everyone was like, Oh, what happened? Why did uh, um, Thanos level up all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was thinking that, well, I don't think he leveled up, but when he fought him in the original, right? The original ones, uh, civil war or not civil war. Gosh, dang it. Uh, Infinity. But, yeah, Infinity War. I mean, the uh, Avengers had been at it for X amount of years straight, right? Like 12 years straight. So they're like the top of their game. And now they've just spent five years getting fat and lazy and you know, not <laughs> fighting, right? And yeah. you know, Thanos is right in the middle of his wars. You know, he, he has a prime still. Yeah. And so, I mean, you're talking these three guys have been out of it for so long. Yeah, he had Fat Thor. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, you know, I don't think that he really leveled up. I just think that those guys leveled down. That's a good point. And we had a discussion on that in one of our previous. It might have been the actual Endgame review. But yeah, we talked about that before and we're wondering. So so you're saying that, you know, Tony Stark, he was out of the game. He retired. Captain America is running depression groups, groups for depressed people. <laughs> and we have Fat Thor, right? So that's that would explain why they're getting their butts kicked. Yeah, so I mean that makes yeah. for me that like makes sense. I I, I forgot we had talking talked about it. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Um, so those are the main shows. 
see if oh yeah and then there's the what if it's a kind of an alternate non-canon type animated show i think one of the examples that they've shown is that agent peggy carter takes up the shield when captain america disappears and she's like captain uh britain or england or something she has the the english flag on on her shield instead of the american flag so you know stories like that were you know what if this happened or what if that happened instead of what we saw in the films and it's an animated show Mm -hmm. so i think Uh, 20 minute episodes or something like that so anyway that's the the tv shows and those will all be exclusive on disney plus so we'll We'll get into that a little bit more as far as Disney goes. Uh, but the films that they are, they're talking about with Marvel. So in the same panel, they announced uh, a bunch of films for phase four. Um, they announced a Black Widow movie. That's actually coming out next year, May of 2020. The Eternals and Shang-Chi, which is um, a martial arts type hero. Uh, Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange 2, and Captain Marvel 2. Uh, are they going to do a Thor and a Thor 4, right? Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> Love and Thunder, yeah. <laughs> Looks like Natalie Portman's going to be the taking new Thor. the hammer. and Yeah. So although they also announced a, a new Blade. Oh, yes. So it, sound, it kind of sounds like uh, Wesley Snipes will be in it. Maybe he's handing off, you know, his mantle or I don't know. But he, he didn't really come out and say it, but he hinted that, you know, he was okay with it and, you know, good things are going to happen with it. So I got the impression that he was going to be featured in some form in the Blade movie, the new upcoming Blade movie. That'd be cool. I wonder if he's going to take on like uh, a kind of a, what was like Christopherson's role? Oh yeah, like a mentor? Yeah, he'll take on some kind of weird role like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, where do we go from here, right? The last one, we see him kill Dracula. Dracula proper. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, where do you go from here? It's, I mean, the dude killed the king of vampires. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they go. And that's, that's a couple years out. It's one of, it was one of the last ones announced. Um, but going back to the Shang-Chi one, the subtitle is the legend of the 10 rings. So they're going to bring back the Mandarin, the real one. And not the Trevor guy from Iron Man 3. <laughs> no, that guy is the Mandarin. <laughs> kind of cool if he was in it. He's like, he meets the real one and is like, oh, crap. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. So he's he, the real Mandarin, the Ten Rings. So that seems like a legit thing, you know, terror group. And Iron Man fought him in the first Iron Man, right? He was, they were the ones that captured him, right? The ten oh, rings. Yeah. The, the Ten Rings group, and they were buying it like they had his missiles and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's um, it's in in the works. That'd be cool. And then the what else do we got here? Their announcements up. Um, oh, Black Widow. And then also we we mentioned Black Widow earlier. That um, is something that sounds like it's going to be a prequel or an origin story type thing. Um, they talked about in the films Hawkeye and. Uh, Black Widow. They talked about Budapest at some point, so I think that's sounds like that's going to be featured. It better, right? They're always talking about Budapest. Yeah, yeah. So not a lot of info on that. Uh, there's something uh, like the villain might be Taskmaster, but nothing confirmed. So sounds like it's pretty action heavy. So that'd be good. Like I said, that comes out in May of 2020. And I think that's that's about it for the Marvel movies. She Hulk. What? She Hulk. Oh yeah, She-Hulk. That's 
Yeah, you're right. They didn't really say much on that one. Other than that they're going to do it. Right? I mean, was it yeah. official? Yeah, it was official. Which is awesome because I have a She-Hulk number one comic book <laughs> signed by Stan Lee. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm so, interested about that one because, you know, She-Hulk, when you think superhero, you don't really think um, She-Hulk. And that was actually, that's actually on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And that was announced at Disney at D23. And She-Hulk's a lot like not so hulky Hulk, right? I mean, it's not like where Hulk's like just yells and rips everything apart. It's like a perfected version. Oh, I don't know much about She-Hulk other than she's there. I don't know too many stories. Yeah. I mean, it, the character's pretty new in general. Like yeah. she was, uh, I'm, I mean, not written way, way, way long ago, obviously back when Stanley was still writing, but uh, it's pretty new. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was going to split them up, you know, San Diego Comic-Con and Disney D23, but I mean, it's all the same news. So. Yeah, so D23, they announced She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. Instead of a, I misspoke earlier, it's not going to be a Cap, Captain Marvel 2. It's going to be a Miss Marvel. They're all on Disney+. And honestly, I don't know anything about Moon Knight or Miss Marvel. know very little about She-Hulk. So that'll be interesting. I know, so for She-Hulk, they did announce that Mark Ruffalo will be in it as uh-huh. as Bruce Banner Hulk and it's it's going to be the same thing like as the Thor thing right it's kind of a uh, yeah. or a blade thing like a hand the baton type yeah type thing going on uh but it'll be interesting to see how they do it but it's just cool that he'll be in it you know and uh cuz I, I i think that's what's going to happen we're going to start seeing is that the old characters are going to start handing it off and retire be out yeah and that makes sense cuz that's one thing that's always in the back of my mind when I'm reading comics. Like I've been reading the new 52 and there's like three different storylines for Batman and the stories and the adventures and the fighting is just constant. Like I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like, when does this guy ever like take a break? You know, why doesn't he, he goes through all these experiences and he never dies. He never really gets old and you know, that sort of thing. And so my point is you can only, be a superhero for so long before you start questioning, you know, what's going on, what's, what's the real story here. So, so it's good to have some change or pass it on to another character. Mm-hmm. Going back to the Eternals that, that was announced, it sounds like that's going to be the main story for this next phase. Uh, kind of like the Avengers was for one, two, three, but I don't know anything about the Eternals either. Do you know anything as far as who they are and what their purpose is? Or? They're like, I don't know. It's hard because I can compare it, but a lot of people don't know. Um, they're like the DC version people of like mini Metropolis. <laughs> I don't know. They're a different race, right? But they're humanoid nature. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Like, so the the Celestials, which they don't really talk about, right? Yeah. We kind of thought that they would defend the Earth as opposed to the Avengers, so they were created, I'm not sure if they were, I can't remember if they were created by the, um, the Celestials or the Celestials just put them there, but they're around, but they're not humans. Okay. So I don't know. Do you, do you remember uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, a little bit. And, and you know how, like, I, I don't know how far you watched it, but you know how the Kree ended up making like all those, uh, that whole group of superhero people? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of something like that. Okay, so the Celestials created the Eternals? I think so. I don't remember. I'd have to get out my, my big book and start okay. reading. So we got to do some research on that. Mm-hmm. The Celestials are, the, are they the, um, the collector and 
the grandmaster or is that someone else? Yeah, that, like, they would be like considered celestials. Um, are people like that? Uh, they, I mean, they're some of the oldest races, right? I mean, I'm not sure if we've really met a celestial. Uh, oh yeah, what's his name's dad, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Those guys. Yeah. Um, okay, Star Lord's dad. Yeah, Star Lord's dad. I can't remember his name. And you know, like in in nowhere, the yeah. the skull. The right? skull was a celestial. Yeah. So that that would be the celestials. Okay. All right. So that's interesting. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. So, but they got some big names to play the celestials. They got Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek and Richard Madden. So hmm. they're all in. Interesting. So. Yeah, that that's kind of cool, huh? Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens because there's a lot of like there's a lot of known celestials. So they have like um, a lot of people. I mean, the problem is I this is kind of an obscure storyline of Marvel unless you're really into it. Then you you know a lot. So I I don't know a ton, but I know enough to know that you know they created worlds, they created people, they created this, they created that, and so that they created these Eternals to defend Earth. Okay. Which obviously they didn't. So. Yeah, where they been? <laughs> yeah, and so what happens to you know what now? Like what what what's going to happen? I guess all the Avengers retire, and now we have new Eternals, not Avengers. Yeah, and just one more thing for Marvel movies. Um, the Doctor Strange movies called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And it's supposed to be a scary MCU Marvel film, a horror type film. That'll be cool. Yeah. And so, and then Elizabeth Olsen will be in that movie as well as Scarlet Witch. So they'll probably see some tie in between that and WandaVision. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And they'll, then they'll have uh, what's his name? Cumberpatch. Yeah. Yeah. So and they also said that Black Panther 2 is coming, Guardians 3 is coming, Captain Marvel 2 is coming, and the Fantastic Four is coming. But that's all they said on that, on those ones. Fantastic Four. I don't know why I'm not excited for that. Yeah. I mean, it could have something to do with, you know, the last three were trash. Four. Yeah. So. No, they had good potential. And I think if they ever did it right, it would be great. I just think it's finding the right formula to make it great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got a, they got a great property and they need to do something with it because everybody wants it to succeed. They want to see the latest adventures of, you know, Reed and the, the team. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a guardians of the galaxy three? Yeah. Guardians three is coming too. Oh, okay. Did we say that? I don't know if we said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I just kind of want to see what happened right <laughs> yeah. after they all leave because you know, yeah. I don't know who's in charge, Star Lord or Thor? I don't know. Who's the real man? <laughs> we all know who's in charge, right? I know, right? <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's no no details on that yet, but those ones are coming. So, that's uh what we had from Marvel lately. And let's talk about since we're on Disney, let's talk about Star Wars. Uh they showed the trailer, the newest trailer from Star Wars Episode 9. Rise of Skywalker and they had some new it was kind of a short trailer where the first half of the trailer was scenes from the old shows the old, the previous you know eight films and then the last 40 minutes or so 40 seconds or so was uh new footage so you, did you get a chance to see that mark I did um couple things I got out of it first lame lightsaber reveal right <laughs> in the double bladed red yeah, it's cool, and it flips <laughs> open to a big, you know, 
known lightsaber. But I mean, it just seems like we always see these cool lightsabers, right? I mean, when we saw Darth Maul, the first time that was the two side, it was awesome. When we saw Count Dooku's sword, it was awesome. You know what I mean? Just, you know, the purple lightsaber from, um, who was it? Mace. Uh, Mace Windu. It was awesome, right? Just things like that, these cool reveals. When we first saw Kylo Ren, you know, his, his like broadsword type. That was cool, like awesome. And then, I don't know, I just kind of feel like they're like, we don't really have an idea, so we're going to make this weird, nonsensical double blade that can flip into a Darth Maul blade. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Um, to be fair, there was an episode in Rebels where they went, a, I can't remember if it was a flashback or a vision or something, but the main character in that, Kanan, who's played by Freddie Prinze Jr., he met a Jedi temple guard. I think it was a flashback, but, uh, and the Jedi temple guards had the same type of lightsaber. So I don't know what that means, but it's a previously established design. That means it's even weaker. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just kidding. no, I mean, so it was cool. Cause I know there's a lot of talk about lightsaber and not everyone watching rebels and Kanan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They should have gone something complete. If they're going to do a new lightsaber reveal, they should have gone with something completely unused previously seen type thing mm-hmm. but i think outside of that i mean what do you think about dark ray they're calling it they call her dark ray is that a legit thing or is it a there's speculation no it's just a, a vision like when luke skywalker was on dagobah training he went into the cave and fought darth vader and it was revealed that it was him you know his that could be him down the road if he falls to the dark side um you know is it something like that or is it there's speculation that it's a clone, that Ray is a clone of Ray, and Ray's has a bunch of clones running around, and this clone fell to the dark side, so she has to fight, you know, herself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd like to think it's real, and for me, it makes sense because I've always thought that Ray and Kylo Ren will have to find a way to make bring balance to the force. I don't think it's necessarily the balance is Ray's good and Kylo Ren's bad, and that's balance. I think that the balance will be found within both of them. And so to do that, they both need to see the light and the dark and experience it on a, on a level, right? She's obviously experienced the light. She's received training from, you know, Luke Skywalker, uh, etc. you know, but she's also known a little bit of the dark, but she's never trained in the dark. So I think that she'll experience it on another level and then find a balance within herself. Okay. And I kind of posted, did you see that thing I posted for you? I saw it, but I didn't click on it. Oh yeah. I mean, why watch those? (laughs) Uh, It's basically a show, a thing where um, a Jedi can accesses the, the dark side of the force but it's like he can turn it off as well and access access the good side of the force. So to me, that's balance, right? It's balance within yourself where you're just not bad or you're just not good. There's a balance in it. And I think that it's something like this that we'll see where she needs to experience the bad, but then ultimately she'll find somewhere in between them and that's balance. Yeah. So that's what I think. That's what I see. I think it's, so I think it's going to be, she'll actually do that. And I'm sure that Palpatine will be involved with that. Right. And, and I think we'll see on the flip side, Kylo Ren, see what Palpatine is and see what the dark side of the force really represents. And he'll move more to the good side and then they can both experience that. Yeah. 
Okay. So you're thinking balance of the force isn't necessarily the, because the force is neutral. It's what the force users do with it. So you're thinking the for, these two force users will figure out how to balance the force within themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. For good and bad, right? Because, uh, I mean, it's kind of like w- with the, um, I don't know. I've always felt like with the light side of the force, you know, they don't access anger. They don't access things like that. But there's a thing called righteous anger, right? Yeah. Where uh, in specific times to have that anger is it can lead to good things. And on the flip side, uh, you know, selfishness and things like that are bad, but there's sometimes those attributes can lead to good things. Like you need to look after yourself. You need to be selfish and help yourself first to be happy. Right. Like you hear that all the time. Like, look, you can't worry about everyone all the time. Sometimes you got to focus on yourself and why that's selfish. It leads to good things. Right. So I, I've always thought that, uh, you know, they're both too rigid in their thinking. And so to find balance, you need to experience both. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, that concept. Um, you know, if you're too far one way, you're unbalanced because you're just, you're, what's the word? Um, fanatical. Mm-hmm. Fanatically on the light side, you can be fanatical on the dark side, but a real, you know, a well-developed person has, can see the both sides of the argument and that's a more, more personally completed person. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's, you know, balance. You, you meet in the middle, you have a balance of both. So yeah, I like that concept. I think if, if that's not what happens, I still like it. So, so yeah, great trailer, good, great moments. Um, nothing groundbreaking. We see Ray training with a lightsaber in a forest. She throws it and cuts some trees. Which was, cool. it was a pretty cool move. Yeah. Um, we see, uh, I think the big, another big part of it was Ray and Kylo Ren dueling on, the Death Star wreckage in the middle of the, the ocean or lake or whatever it is. I think the the part that we saw looked like the Death Star trench where it had those those cannons when Luke and those guys were flying through the, the trench, the cannons were shoot, shooting at them. And that's what we see. We see that type of thing. So I always thought it would they would be on the second one though, right? Yeah. That's where Palpatine fell. Yeah, I agree. And I think it is the second one, but I think it had a trench as well. Oh, just kind of remnant, like, and they probably threw it in just reminiscent, right? Yeah. yeah. So there was that. And then we saw a little bit more of 3PO with the red eyes. I don't know what that's about. If he's going to be programmed to go evil, to be a, a Terminator type droid or, or what. But yeah, maybe it's just night vision mode or something. <laughs> so, Look cool though. Yeah. But in the teaser, there was a, a tr- um, there was a fan poster I thought it was a fan poster anyway that was released back in March, I think. And we talked about it on a prior show a little bit about how 3PO had a bowcaster gun, you know, like Chewbacca's bowcaster. And I thought it was uh, a fan-made poster, but a lot of the elements in that poster are coming out in these trailers, like the Sith Troopers, the red Sith Troopers were on that poster before we had any idea what they were. Um, one of the creatures that was revealed at Star Wars Celebration was on that poster. And, you know, so things like that are starting to fall in place. And maybe it was a fan-made poster, but they had an inside track or something and they had these knowledge of these characters and they put it together themselves because there hasn't been an official poster released except for just the the one where it says in the blue lettering, you know, Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker against the star background. So outside of that, there hasn't been an official poster released. Well, you know, I this new one with Ray and Kylo. I kind of hope so, though, because I mean, 
R2 is all sorts of helpful in every magical way possible. And 3PO just walks around. Right. So, you know, it's time <laughs> to pull your weight, buddy. Time, time to pick up a bowcaster and help me out while I <laughs> get slaughtered and you just st- stand and walk around and ask why you're there. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to have his moment. Maybe they'll bring back his memory and he'll remember all of it. Uh-huh. Right. Cause him and R2 have experienced all of it. And for some reason, only like five people can understand R2 <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, but his mind's been wiped. So maybe it'll be something like that. Like he'll remember all of it. And I don't know, uh, Clarice, uh, Calrissian will give him an upgrade. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I never thought of that. And in these last two movies, R2's been there, but he hasn't been a part of the story, which is disappointing. So I'm hoping he's not even been in the trailers that we've seen. So I'm hoping he gets some sort of, he's brought back and does something heroic again. But yeah, I like to see C-3PO have his moment and then his memories, because he does know, he knows everything. And he can articulate it while R2 can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he saw it all, right? I mean, you think the whole Star Wars, the whole Luke Skywalker, you know, saga. I mean, he was there from the very beginning. He knew Anakin when he was a boy before he even trained to be. Yeah, he, Anakin created him. So he was there from the get-go. Mm, that's interesting. We're going to have to put that on Twitter and see what people think. So we can, if it does come true, we can document it. Hey, yeah, we knew this back in September. And I'm, for the record, I mean, I'm really good at, you know, coming up with theories for the end of books or movies. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, you had some good ones. So that was released. And then another big trailer was The Mandalorian. Oh. We've seen some footage at Star Wars Celebration. But this was a full-on trailer with some sweet action scenes. Um, what did you think of this Mandalorian trailer? Uh, awesome. Went up to the hype. Yeah, I, some of the scenes we saw already, right? Right. Um, but the more I see about this, the more I get into it, the more excited I get about it. Because we've never really seen a true Mandalorian, right? Like everyone's like, oh, Boba Fett and stuff, but he's not a true Mandalorian, right? Right. And so if this guy's a real Mandalorian, I think it's awesome. One, because the Mandalorian Wars supposedly, supposedly killed them all. And... Uh, I think the last mention of last real mention of Mandalorians being around is with Yoda, right? When they had the Mandalorian Wars. Yeah. Back then before, before it was during the Clone Wars too, I think. Are you talking pre like way, way, way back then? Yeah. Like a thousand years ago when Yoda was young, I thought that's when the Mandalorian war happened. Yeah. That's tricky. Cause it was that way, but then they decanonized it and I don't think it's been reintroduced to the canon. But it's oh. so far, so far ago that you know who cares. I think it's canon. Okay, yeah. I mean, it was that way forever, right? And then Disney bought it and kind of slashed everything. But or whoever knows when they did it. But that's what I've always thought. So, like yeah. for me, I've never heard. I've you've never really seen or heard of the Mandalorian since. And so, if this is guy's a real Mandalorian, one Mandalorians are, for the lack of a better word, badass, right? They fought the Jedi and <laughs> didn't necessarily lose. They just you know, ran out of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were holding their own, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they made a resurgence in the clone wars and they had some, some pretty cool stuff in that too. Yeah. So I just, it's really exciting to me to, yeah. to meet Mandalorians and see what they are and, and what they're all about. And I mean, obviously they're dangerous, right? <laughs> the yeah. guy kills like in the, in the one we show, he kills like seven clone troopers, like without like batting eyes. Yeah takes them out yeah so i think it's interesting intriguing some good characters gina carano carl weathers 
Giancarlo Esposito, um, that old guy, Werner Herzog, that was narrating in the trailer. Oh, yeah. He's pretty. I like him. Do you think Gina Carano is going to be a Mandalorian as well? No, I think she's just another bounty hunter and they team up. Okay. I could be wrong. They haven't said it either way, but I don't, because I think she would have some, some of the armor or, you know, something to show mm-hmm. that she's a Mandalorian too. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, his, his thing is his whole setup, just his look is legit. And I get so excited, right? I mean, it's November in two months and I wish it was in two months already. <laughs> yeah. And surprisingly, Nick Nolte is going to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey. i haven't seen any footage of him maybe he's an alien so they don't really show his face but you know we haven't seen anything we haven't seen nick nolte as far as we know so that's that's interesting <laughs> yeah he's old school right i mean i wonder i wonder what he'll be maybe he's the person they're searching for who knows yeah uh yeah so then also they talked about disney d23 the clone Wars season seven will come uh, in 12 new episodes in I think it was February of 2020. So within a few months, mm-hmm. uh, they'll be doing the Cassian Andor series with um, Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk will reprise his role as K2SO. And that'll be next year sometime. That'd be neat. You think it'll show like how he got him and kind of how his personality developed? Yeah, I think so. I think they'll cover that. Maybe start with him in the rebellion and just some early adventures and how he, yeah, like how he does end up with K2SO and how he reprograms them. So huh. I think it's going to, I think it'd be really good to see him. And then yeah. the big news out of D23 a couple of weeks ago was Kenobi. They brought out Ewan McGregor on stage and he says, yeah, I'm going to reprise my role as Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I think they're going to start, all the scripts are written. So they'll just start with pre-production work and move forward with that. And I think it's going to be, 2021 when that comes out i believe and so this is basically what's going on you know why he's on tatooine right yeah well it's eight years after revenge of the sith so yeah he'll be based on tatooine i don't think we'll just see him on tatooine the whole time because that that would get old right but i think he'll he'll be there and then he'll go off on a mission or he's pulled away and that's part of the the conflict or the drama is like you know what's going to happen when he's gone you know is it why is it so important that he leaves it has to be something pretty significant for him to leave luke and go off and do this side quest type thing that's my guess you think he'll do they'll bring in uh uh who is it for it um his apprentice Obi Wan's darth, darth vader's apprentice like star killer no uh Anakin Skywalker's. Oh, Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, do you think they'll bring in Ahsoka? Uh, I'd like to see that. It would make sense because she's around. Because mm-hmm. right? she was in the Clone Wars and then we jumped to Rebels and she's there in Rebels. So, yeah, I think so. That would be amazing. Around. And then I wonder too if we'll see a confrontation like between them and Darth Maul or them and Darth Vader, you know? I, I guess think we see a Vader confrontation. I think that's like the the season finale or something like that. You think this is where they'll decide Ahsoka's fate? No, because she survives the Rebels, which is like a year or two before Episode Four. Oh, hmm. I just want to know what happens to her, right? <laughs> I mean, I just want him to come up with this. Like, look, you got to do it. We all know you got to do it. Just you know, look, when, when's and, it gonna be? And actually, she ends up. She's alive post Return of the Jedi because at the end of Rebels, like the last episode, they time jump to after Return of the Jedi, and she's she's there. She appear makes an appearance. Huh. So 
I think they'll do another cartoon animated show after set after Return of the Jedi in between episode six and seven. I think they'll get there. You know, it would be neat. Tell me this wouldn't be neat. Okay. I have always neat, these neat ideas that she will go, she will be the one. Cause everyone's like, Oh, how did, you know, that crazy big eye lady get, um, get, uh, Darth Vader's lightsaber or whatever. Right. Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. And so maybe she finds it and then it like, it shows some type of scene with her going to his grave Yeah. and then giving it to her, giving it to that lady. Maz Kanata. Yeah. Giving it to Maz Kanata. Yeah. I, yeah, I can see her tracking it down. <laughs> Initially the screenplay like for episode seven showed a hand holding the lightsaber, Luke's hand floating in space. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then it like goes into orbit around, I think it was Jakku where Ray was or something. And it goes into the atmosphere and the hand burns up, but the lightsaber doesn't. And Ray finds the lightsaber. I think that was the initial, one of the initial drafts of the script. <laughs> wow. That it's weird that got cut. Yeah. <laughs> Probably from some writer no one will ever hear of again from as well. No, I'm just kidding. But I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool to see something like that, you know, like her find his lightsaber in the aftermath and then go and, you know, kneel at his, you know, his grave or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be cool. So yeah, those are the big, big things from the conventions. Uh, Disney Plus was promoted heavily at D23, obviously. And some of the, well, so that uh, will start November 12th will be day one. And it's uh, $7 a month unless you get a package deal with, I know there's a package deal with Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus for like $12 or $13. So they'll do that. And then, so day one, they will have... Some Marvel movies, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Iron Man 3, and Thor, The Dark World. Um, Avengers Endgame, about a month after that. Uh, Disney Plus will include all the Star Wars movies from episodes 1 through 6, as well as episode 7 and Rogue One from day 1. All the Pixar movies, except Toy Story 4, which was just recently released, will be available day 1. Mandalorian's day 1. High School Musical, the series... (laughs) <laughs> be available day one. Oh, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, that's, I'm going to get it. That's done. Lady and the Tramp. Live action Lady and the Tramp. Available day one. And then within the really? first. Really? Are, are they not releasing it on movie? Yeah, it doesn't look, doesn't sound like it. That they're going to go on this Disney Plus, which I, I think is a good fit because I'm not interested in seeing that in theaters. Oh, I am. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I'm really not. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Makes sense. Like you said, I mean, I, I don't know how well their live action movies have do, been doing, but I always kind of hear a lot of mediocre, mediocrity, especially with like Dumbo and stuff and Aladdin. Yeah. Dumbo didn't do very well. Aladdin killed it. Um, Lion King, I saw that. And I mean, it was basically a shot for shot remake of the cartoon from the 90s, but it's climbing up the charts. It just passed uh, the Avengers for the seventh highest grossing movie ever. Hmm. So that, that surprised me. I think maybe all the, the new generation who didn't grow up on it is discovering it and it's in this new format that's, I mean, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, the, the CGI and stuff was pretty good. So one, if you haven't seen it, then yeah, it's probably a cool movie for you. But then there'll be some other movies added within the first year, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Infinity War, Black Panther, you know, all the, the Marvel movies as well as Last Jedi, Solo, and then eventually Rise of Skywalker and Toy Story 4. Are they going to have like Rebels and all those, the 
like animation. I I would think so at some point, but they haven't announced it outside of the Clone Wars this new season, season seven. But I would expect them to be there because they are going to have a ton of like all the the Disney shows from uh, what's it called Disney XD. You know all all those TV shows that they've had over the years. They'll be moved over to uh, Disney Plus. So as well as some of the Fox movies will be eventually end up there. So, <laughs> so it's, they're going to have a ton of content and content that we want to watch. Um, unlike Netflix where half the stuff you never heard of, and it's not very interesting at all. <laughs> yeah. And same with Hulu, right? Yeah, Hulu too. Yeah. Uh, do you think they'll eventually get rid of Hulu? Cause they own Hulu, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they'll eventually just fold them into the same service and stars. It, like doesn't Hulu own stars? <laughs> Probably. I'm not entirely sure, but I can see that. So I, I just wonder, I mean, that's, you know, it's kind of like, well, why, why would we still allow people to just, you know, have Hulu subscriptions? We yeah. want Disney subscriptions. Exactly. Yeah. They'll merge them in a, a year or two. Then Avatar, the Fox movie will be on there. You mean so, the- I mean, they're going <laughs> to everything, you know. So uh, if you're paying seven bucks a month for all this content, I think it's worth it. So, <clears> yeah. So a lot of stuff on Disney Plus. San Diego Comic Con, they did announce some some DC stuff. You mentioned earlier the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline. Is that the one? Yep. Yeah, so they're going to be doing that this fall, late fall, with all their shows. And they're going to be bringing back some actors like, like you said, Burt Ward. Which is cool. Burt, if you don't know who Burt Ward is, uh, he played Robin in the old school Batman, right? Um, you know, the pow, bait, you know, all the cool Batman. <laughs> Yeah. Adam West Batman. The first Batman. Was he the first Batman on TV? Uh, he's the first Batman I remember on TV. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he was on. He might have been like comically, but I don't know. That's a good question. I had heard that they're going to bring back Tom Welling, but then recently he came out and said, I don't know anything about that. So either he's trying to you know, keep things hush hush and debunk rumors so it can be a surprise or it's, it's not happening. I guarantee it is. He's just trying to keep a hush hush because in Infinite Earth, I mean, I've read a lot of the different one, right? Final Crisis, Infinite yeah. Earth, right? And, um, and you have a lot of Supermans interacting right right yeah um, you're gonna have uh ultraman i bet they have an ultraman in there you know who ultraman is yeah yeah he's like the anti superman like if superman were the exact opposite ultraman right you have supermans from other earths there's gonna probably be two or three billy bat batsons i bet yeah right because he's a well they player. they also announced that brandon ruth will be in it yeah as superman too right yeah yeah, yeah and so uh, because there's a a bunch of different Supermans, and it might not even be the Superman we know, right? Like in one of the worlds, there's a Superman. He's not called Superman. I can't remember what exactly what he's called, but it's where the Nazis won the war. Oh yeah, Red Sun. Yeah, and so he he speaks German, but he can speak English, but it's a dead language, so he speaks it like really, you know, enunciated. But he's still a good guy, right? Uh, there's, um, there's another one where Superman is president of the United States and he's black. Yeah. There's another one and he's not called Superman. They call him something else. Right. And there's one where, right. There's 52 worlds. And so there's 52 Supermen and some are good. Some are bad. Uh, there's one where the entire world is 
superheroes. There's, you know, just, just all sorts of things. So um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they used like the most popular ones and bring both of them in. Yeah, they need to bring back, uh, what's his name, from Adventures of Lois and Clark. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is his name? Yeah. Uh, time out. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Uh, I would know his name, but I can't think of it. <laughs> uh, oh, there it is. It is Dean Kane. Yeah, Dean Kane. It'd be cool if they could some like CGI or or do something too with like uh, just a passing by kind of a hat tip with Reeves. Christopher Reeve. Yep. Yeah. That'd be Whether cool. it's old footage or that's remastered or you know CGI something like that and just have him. <laughs> you know, be a, yeah. a passerby, like, or they save him or just something weird like that, you know, that would just yeah. be cool. Yeah. And have the old George Reeves, the black and white footage, do something with that. Yeah. And then, um, they're also bringing in the Superman from the CW series too, right? Yeah. He'll be in it. Tyler Hochin or something like that. Yeah. So I think it would be cool to do that. Like, cause you could bring them all in to, you know, to help fight, you know, what's going down. And I mean, you could easily play it off, right? Uh, you know, like, oh, this one's from Earth 1, this one's from Earth 2, Earth 5, Earth 9. You know, I mean, I think Earth 2 and Earth 5 are some of the more um, popular ones that we know. Um, Earth 1, obviously, we're Earth 1. But uh, so I think it, there's a lot of potential in there to bring some of the Superman in and, and maybe not even call them all Superman. Yeah. Well, I think Brandon Ruth's Superman is called the man of tomorrow is what they're calling him. Oh, I, nice. remember, I, I remember him from the story, the crisis on infinite earth story. Mm-hmm. He's like an older one, <clears throat> but, and then they're also bringing in Kevin Conroy who voiced Batman in the animated Batman show. Oh, that's cool. I wonder if it'll show Batman dying at the end. Cause that's what happens in the final crisis. Right. Right. Is he dies at the end? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, makes you wonder if they'll bring him in and have him die at the end and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Are they going to bring, are, are they having a, gosh dang it, I almost said Thanos. <laughs> are they going to have like uh, Apocalypse and the new, uh, all the new gods and stuff like that? Uh, I don't think so. Well, because who was the villain? Was it the, the Monitor? Was he the villain? He's a villain. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's, um, Brainiac depending on what Brainiac you're talking about, right? Like Brainiac right. 5 was good. Brainiac 1 yeah. and 3 were horrible. Uh, Darkseed. Yeah. I don't, I haven't heard anything about him. So I don't right. know. You kind of wonder, you know, what is so like, who's the bad guy? If you're going to have all these uh, Superman, and I've always thought this is the trouble with Superman, that in order to have a conflict that would make sense, you have to have somebody that's more godlike than Superman, yeah, which has always been weird to me because then it's like, well, what relevance does that give to like the Joker, Batman, Catwoman, uh, Deathstroke? You know what I mean? Like all these characters, like they have zero relevance because I, they're not even on the level of Superman and now they're supposed to fight somebody more power, you know, easily as powerful as Superman, if not more. Yeah. Well, that was one of the main things of the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline is they couldn't stop the the advance of the i forget what it was the destruction of the all the earths yeah yeah and they couldn't do anything about it because it was so powerful and they would just get killed yeah and i mean they attacked the oa right they they went to oa and like attacked it directly and you know killed a bunch of the green lanterns and turned a bunch of them like it was like a mind control type thing yeah and so but yeah i mean it makes you wonder like 
what where they'll go with this and you know we'll see characters like cheetah and oh dang it that giantess yeah giganta whatever her name yeah is. it's almost like they've bitten off more than they can chew because to do a true infinite earth they're, they're announcing all these people and they're like oh that's cool but there's so much more than just those guys there's all these you know secondary superheroes tertiary superheroes and the villains on top of that and you know at what point are they gonna stop because yeah. it's so big well i mean it's everybody everybody's involved. everybody yeah black adam in there the, the whole batson family is in there yeah uh, you know, and you've got... Uh, that's, how they, that's how they brought everything together because there were so many storylines. They just, okay, well, we, need, we need to unify it all and put it all into one story. And that's how they did it back in the, was it 70s or 80s? Yeah. So Yeah, because it, it's huge and, and everybody is involved. I mean... It, Every DC character you can think of. Yeah. And I mean, albeit like 60% of them are like dead or whatever yeah. and like no they time. Have, they have one panel and you see, oh yeah, that guy. And then he's dead. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, all that's left are like the ultra powerful, you know, Supergirl, Wonder Woman, uh, you know, like those, that kind of leveling up. I think Supergirl died at the end. Wasn't that the big, the big tragedy at the end of Supergirl and Flash disappeared? Yeah. Well, well, he went into a different time or he was gone, but he came back, right? Yeah. It's kind of weird. So he disappeared and everyone thinks he's dead. But what happens is he ends up chasing a bullet through time to try to stop the murder of a new God Orion who, whose death kind of started the, the, uh, the final crisis. Yeah. And then there was a group of them, like three or four superheroes who they thought they died, but they went into an alternate dimension and then they come back later. I forget who the, who that was. One of them was Superman. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, Oh yeah. We, this is what's going on or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I remember. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of like, they're going to have to do something there. It's either going to be like <laughs> a five movie go to make, to have it make any sense <laughs> or they're really going to have to hone it down and just kind of hope people know the story. Yeah. Cause I, they're doing a crossover between what is it? Five shows now. And that's not going to be enough unless they do it for multiple weeks. I mean, they have a lot of the main characters, which are good, right? They've got the Black Canary and Arrow. They've got the Flash. Uh, They have Jay Garrick around, which is good. Um, They got the Reverse Flash which is good. You know, you need those that those couple characters. They're important to everything that goes on. I don't know what you're going to do with the Joker. He's not really around for the Final Crisis, interesting uh, enough. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you got Bat... Uh, well, you haven't done anything with Batman, so you're going to have to figure him out. Yeah, uh, have Batwoman, who's yeah. going to be involved, but she's... <laughs> yeah, she's not going to do anything. No, I mean... <laughs> Uh, you, you've got the Batsons, which are good. Like, so you've got a lot of things that are there, um, but it's so much, right? And so how do you, how do you break it down? And if you're going to do it in a seat, like you need more than a season. Yeah. And they're only going to give it a couple, a few episodes. They're not going to do, I don't even know if it's going to do more than a couple weeks of crossover between all the shows. Cause last time, like the last two or three crossovers has only been one week, one week of crossover. And then it's resolved by the end of the last show on the last day. Yeah. And there's so, no yeah. way that's going to work. Yeah. And you got the, what, what's their name? Talk man and hot girl or whatever. Oh yeah. The, yeah. JSA. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're around like they're major players and um, there's some major yeah. players that aren't even, haven't even been introduced. 
Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of confused. I'm excited for it, but I'm kind of confused. Like you have all these characters you haven't even established in your Arrowverse yet, in your CW Arrowverse. So how is that going to be like a true crisis on Infinite Earths storyline? Mm-hmm. I mean, they couldn't even do it. They could develop DC movies for 10 years and they could barely get to the point where they could make that happen. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, you thought uh, <laughs> you thought Infinity War and all that stuff had a lot of superheroes. Oh, yeah literally that would be times 10 yeah it, i mean off the wall it's so i mean you just wonder what they're gonna do and part of the part of the killer thing with uh with dc is that they created 52 earths that exist in you know that exist so close to each other there's often crossovers and in the infinite crisis they were crossing over like everything compounded and and there was almost no barrier so they were just hopping back and forth and uh, then where you have Marvel, they just had alternate realities that could happen, but nobody ever really traveled through those. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they're biting off more than they can chew. Mm-hmm. I, I, you're going to confuse make- a lot of non-fanatical fans. Yeah. I think they'll make it work, but is it going to, I think the, the real, the fanatical fans are going to be like, yeah, that was kind of dumb. And then the non-fanatical fans, like you said, it'll be confused. And then there'll just be small group where it's like, Oh, that was cool. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, there's going to be like, like you said, two like major reactions. The, uh, the big time fans, uh, probably like me, I, maybe you, right. I don't know how much you are in a DC. Um, but you know, we're going to be like, Oh, that wasn't quite enough. I, we needed this. We need this. Where was this person? Mm-hmm. And then everyone else can be like, what the crap did I just watch? I don't even know what I just saw. Yeah. I'll watch it. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of lost interest in the CW shows because they're all kind of the same. Um, same. It's hard to create a TV show where there's something new every season. Because it seems like Flash is just, oh, there's a new Flash. There's a reverse Flash. Or there's um, what's the, the, the other one that he fought against. That was, you know, oh, and this guy's faster than Flash. And this guy's faster than that guy who's faster than Flash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's always been the pitfall of DC forever. Like, you know, ever since Superman was introduced, that's always been their pitfall, like with uh, Wonder Woman and with the Flash and, you know, whatever, is that in order to beat their characters, you have to have somebody more godlike. And pretty soon you've got the most godlike god ever. Right. And so it just keeps compounding over and over and over again. And pretty soon, like you said, it's like, well, how fast can you go? Oh, well, so fast that you can run 50 years through time. Yeah. Try to catch a bullet. Right. I mean, and it's like, well, why don't you just run back farther and punch the person before they shoot the bullet? Yeah. (laughs) Right. But they can't do that because then it doesn't make sense. But that's where it gets the point so it's just a, a, a weird pitfall that dc always finds himself in mm-hmm. and and i really it, it's the superman syndrome and superman was their first big hero back in the was it like the 50s earlier than that like 30s 30s yeah and <laughs> and so ever since then they've had that and their only option to ever get out of it is to just ditch superman which they will never do which is fine with me i love superman but you got now you got to try to make movies that make sense for it and that's really hard yeah well i think that's why they created the new gods and dark side and all those guys because they are powerful and i think they were going there with justice league Zack snyder was going there with it and for whatever reason warner brothers cut that storyline so that and we got what we got because we saw uh what's his name steppenwolf who's you know dark side's assistant or lackey or whatever and so we got a little bit of it, but I mean, I think if you bring in a dark side, because every time you read a comic with dark side in it or view one of the animated movies, 
he just kicks butt. He comes in and destroys and the Justice League has to team up and they barely win. So I think they do have a, a match for Superman, but you can only watch that for so long until you're like, well, how many times are they going to fight and Superman's going to win? You know? So, but I do like Bizarro. We never see Bizarro in the live action shows. Mm-mm. He's like, you know, anti Superman. He's just stupid instead of smart. <laughs> I think he'd be a good villain for Superman. Brainiac is a good Superman or a good villain for Superman. Such a good villain, right? Like when you read the new 52, he's like on, you know, one of my favorite parts reading it is when he was like, oh, on Krypton, I was known as this on this. I, you know, on earth internet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, that is so awesome. Like, what a cool concept, you know? Yeah. And uh, um, that would be an awesome, an awesome uh, fight. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of, there's villains out there. They're just not using them. Mm-mm. But anyway, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> So those are the, that's the latest, uh, the latest stuff from DC. I don't know if they announced it at Comic-Con, but up in, the next DC project is Joker. That comes out October 4th and I'm going to be seeing that opening weekend. That looks amazing. I don't know. You're not buying it yet? I don't know. I'm having a hard time getting into it. I'm, was it Joaquin Phoenix? Is that how you say his name? Joaquin, yeah. Joaquin. I don't know. He, I have Heath Ledger syndrome. <laughs> I have a hard time imagining anybody better than him. And so when I see that they've kind of almost done a a right turn to try to redefine Joker, because I think that they realize that, right? That, oh man, Heath Ledger, we have to try to live up to that or change it. Right. And so they've changed it, which is good, but... I have a hard time of letting go of what I love. Right. Yeah, it's a hard sell, definitely. Um, there are things I liked about Jared Leto's performance as, as Joker. And we didn't get enough of him, I think, is the big thing. But he was, like you said, different enough that you're not going to be like, well, Heath Ledger was better. Or, and he was, but there he was so different that you weren't, it was like, oh, he's kind of better, but not really. It was just different. And then I think with this one, it's, I think it's more similar than Jared Leto was. I think there is a, a going to be a comparison with him and Joker or with Heath Ledger. But with, with this one is, it's an origin story. Whereas in The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker was already established. He'd been running around already. And so here we're going to get an origin story for the Joker. And I think the only problem I have so far with this is Joaquin Phoenix is already older, right? He's like in his 40s or something. Yeah. So it's not a true origin story, right? I would want to see like a 20 year old because in the comics, they did an origin story for him. And he was like a young married guy and pretty similar. He was trying to do stand up and no one liked him. And he ended up falling into the vat of chemicals and changing, but he was younger. And I, that's kind of the only nitpick I have right now anyway, is Joaquin Phoenix is older. So Joker's older and really, you know, how is he going to last long enough to, to make a difference in the DC films? And I don't think they're really going for that, but I think inevitably it's going to be compared to, well, you know, how does he team up? How does he defeat Batman if he's, you know, 30 years older than Batman than Bruce Wayne? So, and how long is he going to fight him? You know, Joker's going to just age out and, and die of old age <laughs> in a couple of years. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, and I mean, I, I think it's a tough sell no matter what, because you're going to have these perspectives everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it's, I really loved Leto. It, this is not Leto. Why would you change it? Uh, I really loved, you know, this Joker, that that Joker. Oh, he's too old. Uh, he's not jokery enough. It, it's a tough sell and it's hard. And it, uh, let's get real. I'll, I'll see it. 
but even as a fan, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting into it. Hmm. So. Yeah. I'm a little opposite. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I, it just kind of depends how, because all the stuff they've shown on the previews, the trailers, you don't really get him doing anything. It's kind of, you see the, the beginnings and I don't think the movie is just going to be a beginning of him. I think he's going to have some action as the Joker at some point. We haven't seen any of that for real. So we'll see how this, how this one plays out. I'm really looking forward to it. And then uh, there's supposed to be a new trailer for the Birds of Prey movie that's coming out in February of 2020. Uh, supposed to be playing in front of Spider-Man. They re-released Spider-Man with four minutes of extra footage. <coughs> So <laughs> these um, guys don't know what extra footage means, right? And they need to go back to what are those Lord of the Rings. That's like 30 minutes of extra footage. Yeah, that's that's really that'd be worth seeing in theaters. So those are the next couple DC movies. The next Marvel movie is Black Widow in May of 2020. So, so yeah, so that's the latest news out of D23 and San Diego Comic Con. We kind of jumped around a bit. Um, also, it chapter two will be coming out in this weekend. Yep, I'm going to see it. Yep. Biggest complaint so far is that it's three hours long and like that's a problem. <laughs> nope. More story the better for me anyways. Um, but everything else says it's it's pretty freaky and scary and worth seeing. Oh my gosh. it's It looks scary. Have you seen the, the trailers? Yeah. Oh, those freak me out. Right? And I don't do well with like, okay, I, I like scary movies. I don't do well with like possession and I don't do well with morbid. Right. Because those, that's just, I, you know what I mean? I don't do well with those. This is just scary. And I, I mean, I know the storyline, like what it really is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, okay, like it's just a scary show um, that's intense. Like I, I know his origin, so I'm not, I don't get that vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it, it looks pretty freaky. And uh, I heard, maybe I, like it was an online rumor, they're kind of going to go into a little bit about its origin. Yeah, I saw that. And, and so, and because of that, that's why it's longer. Because in, in the original movies, and even in the book, it doesn't really go too much into his origin. It makes a couple mentions like, oh, you know, this is where I'm from. Obviously, it's not Earth, and I'm the most powerful being except for this person, and this other person was, but they're dead, right? Like, uh, that's well, didn't it. We, didn't we see a little bit of that in the first chapter, in the, in the first one? Sort of. We saw a little not, bit of it, right? Yeah, just a little bit of it. But this one apparently is going to go a little bit deeper in into what, what it is and what's going on. So, and that'll be cool because even in the books, it's not explained. It's more explained in the other books, right? Because uh, they're all connected. Like if you've seen, when uh, was it? Uh, Dreamcatcher. Yeah. And, uh, what's that movie that came out that we talked about? Dark Tower. Yeah. And, you know, like they're all connected. And so... Um, so it'll be cool. I'm actually really excited for it, but I know it's going to scare the junk out of me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't really get scared of movies anymore, but these ones, the first one and the previews for this one, the second one, pretty scary. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I watch the original all the time. So, uh, so it'll be cool. It'll be really neat to see how they, they do all this, but yeah. it just yeah. scares me just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be good. So. so anyway, those are the, the highlights of upcoming movies and TV shows. A lot of cool stuff. I mean, I think we'll be busy watching some TV shows and some movies over the next uh, few months, which is good because I feel like this summer was pretty low. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home and Dark Phoenix. And I went and saw Lion King and, and Aladdin because there wasn't much else to see. So. <laughs> I felt yeah, like the last, ever since Endgame,
Endgame. There hasn't been even Endgame. I was just I went and saw it because I had to. That was the last one. I was in. I, I was excited to go see it, but part of me was like, oh, well, I got to see it because I've seen all other twenty movies. Mm-hmm. I know, and you know what's going to happen. They're going to fight Thanos and win. So you know, big surprise. Yeah. But, <laughs> They lose. Yeah. So there hasn't been like a movie that I'm really excited about for a few months now. But these, you know, it's um, Joker, Star Wars Episode Nine, the TV shows. I'm I'm looking forward to those. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the game. The game. Yep. Uh, Fallen Order. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Um. So uh, I am going to stream it when I play, and so you guys can watch me if you're listening. I'm gonna get it. It releases November 15th and I'm going to take like the next two days off and just play. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We'll put that up on our YouTube channel too. So another reason to subscribe and check it out. So yeah, lots of cool stuff. Um, so just to close out what of all the stuff we've talked about, what's your top three, Mark? Uh, Mandalorian number one, for sure. That's I'm, I'm excited to, for that. Uh, number two, I've probably got to say, Oh God. Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor, whichever one has uh, has Thor and Star Lord together. Yeah, I think that's going to be Guardians three. <laughs> yeah, so uh, one of the you know whichever one kind of resolves that, and I don't know yet. And uh, the third one, I'd have to say, you know, we didn't really talk about this: the mutants. Oh, yeah, the new mutants. Yeah, that got that keeps getting pushed back. Uh, Currently, it's scheduled for April 3rd, 2020, but it's, I think it was supposed to be out like last October was the initial release date. Oh, goodness. But they keep pushing it back because of the, the Fox buyout, and now there's rumors that it's not that good, like the storyline isn't that great, so they tried to re-edit it, and it's not working, so we might not even see it ever. That's promising. So maybe not. I like the concept of it. I would say close number four is Star Wars Episode Nine. The reason it's so far back, though, is just because the last one was kind of a letdown for me. Yeah. So I, you know, I figure if I don't get it, push it to number one, then I won't expect number one material. Right. Yeah. Uh, For me, the top three would yeah mandalorian definitely that's coming up in a couple months this, everything we've seen on it is really cool really good so have high hopes for that uh, number two joker and then probably it chapter two or no star wars episode nine it would be my next one <laughs> and then, uh probably it after that even though it i'm going to see you know this weekend so it's the next thing but probably number four on my list so yeah so we'll give a review of it when we see it and you guys know how it was and there's rumors that there's going to be there's going to be like a super cut where they combine the two chapters and then have some you know, bonus footage in there to round out the stories it's gonna be like five hours long or something like that so that would be kind of cool to have that <laughs> so we want to thank you guys for joining us here on the credible nerds podcast our episode 39 we're looking forward to all these movies and TV shows that will be coming out and video games and comics. So let us know what you think. What, what are your top three? What are you looking forward to the most? And let us know what you'll be doing over the next few months. Are you going to get Disney Plus? Are you just going to stick with Netflix and Hulu? Uh, you know, What's your plan? So we're going to try to see as many of these movies and films as we can and we'll let we'll let you know what, you th- what we think so thanks for joining us once again on the credible nurse podcast and we'll catch you next time see you guys
Uh, Dark Phoenix on digital? Mm-hmm. No, not yet. I want to, though. Did you like that? It was good. I mean... Was I it, liked it. I, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a little quick. I thought they... I can. I knew they had re-edited it prior to release, and reshot some scenes and stuff, and you could kind of tell how it just it didn't. It was really short. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like it could have been another 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes maybe. Of setting it up. Yeah. And so, but I thought the overall story was good. I want to get it on digital. So yeah. Yeah, I thought they should think they should have done a little bit more with the alien stuff. Like where they came from, why, you know what I mean? Yeah. They just kind of showed up, kicked butt, took over, and then that's all you really knew. And then they started attacking the X-Men. So you really didn't really know who they were. Weren't they, who were they again? Weren't they the Kree? I can't remember. They uh, uh, they might have been, right? Because the Kree can change thing. Let me, let me look. Dark Who were the aliens uh, in Dark if they weren't, I think I read somewhere that they were supposed to be initially. But then when Captain Marvel came out, or Captain Marvel wasn't even out. And they were starting to change things up already. Oh, so they, they're called the Dabari, but they're originally scrolls. Scrolls, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I meant, scrolls. Scrolls, Cree, they have a K in them, and an R. But, yeah, so Captain Marvel has scrolls, right? Mm-hmm. And so these two movies were being developed and written and shot at the same time, filmed at the same time. And for some reason, Fox decided to bow to Disney because Disney was like, oh, you can't use this because we're using it in our movie, blah, blah, blah. And our hero of the movie is a female, you know, Jean, Jean Grey. So, no. And their their Marvel movie was uh, Captain Marvel, so they made or they pressured Fox to to change things around. Oh, yeah! I'm reading here; it's talking about it, and it's saying that like Disney was like, "Look, and our scrolls are good guys, so it doesn't make any sense that they'd be bad guys for you." You know? Yeah, yeah. And at that point, they'd already started talking about buying Fox, so it's like, why would they sabotage this movie? Because, you know, Dark Phoenix didn't do very well in the theaters because there wasn't any advertising for it. And I don't know, it just seems like Disney undercut them and then they bought them out anyway. So it was their, now it's their movie. And all the fanfare, or all the headlines are, you know, Fox movie fails when really it was, you know, Disney that was putting the pressure on them to change things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. I mean, I I like it, but yeah, it could be like cool, like 15, 20 minutes of the Dabari and what they are and everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And kind of a little bit more, I think a little bit slower transition for Jean Grey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not like, I mean, I get that you want to kind of do your own thing, you know, but I think it should have been like a slippery slope. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, no, I just like all this power and being bad. Cool. You know, more of like, I don't know, general, like, 
she used her powers to do a good thing in a bad way, right? Kind of like that slippery slope. Right. Like the pathway to hell's paved with good, good intentions, you know? Yeah. Well, they could have got to where she said that line eventually, but they could have shown her like struggling a little bit and doing good things and then doing bad things and eventually getting to that point. But it just seemed like she went from A to B pretty quickly Mm -hmm. instead of some internal struggle that meant something anyway. So, Yeah, I thought it was good. It's too bad they're not doing another one. So are they done with them? So that's what it sounds like, yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Done. They should bring them all back and um, write a story that they can just fold them into the current Marvel universe with the same actors. You yeah. Continue the storyline. They don't need to reboot it. Well, it's too bad, too, because, I mean, I think it did really well, you know, with, uh, you know, after the original three, when it was like Wolverine and, you know, it's kind of more Wolverine focused. Yeah. I thought those were great. And then I think that, you know, in the first, uh, the first one, the first reboot, um, you know, when they brought James McAvoy and, and all them, you know, together for the first time. Yeah. The, was it the, the first class? Yeah. First class. Yeah. Like I was like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. And they, they could totally continue that story. Mm-hmm. And then they, they didn't, you know, and they, they couldn't even continued it with, you know, kind of rebooted the series because it was a new timeline, right? They could make it whatever they wanted it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And James McAvoy, he, he's a great professor X. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which one's the one where it kind of, it shows them coming together, James McAvoy and, uh, um, I just want to call him John Luke Picard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, when, when they Patrick come to Stewart. Patrick Stewart, you know, that one was good too. I think that was, wasn't that Days of Future Past. Yeah, Days of Future Past. That's right. And that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. And then the apocalypse was okay. You know, I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. But it did, a, I thought, it did a good job bringing Storm into the fold and, um, you know, some of the other people yeah. and then they just kind of <clears throat> skipped a ton of storyline. Like yeah. I feel like that they, I don't know if they intended to end, like this is where they want to go, but it seems like there's a lot of story in between there and, and dark Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they could do that. They could fill in the blanks or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have great actors who like seem to like playing the role. I've never heard negative things or like, oh, I just want to be done with this X-Men stuff. You know, they all seem to like it. The actors do. They could just mm-hmm. continue the story and fold them in and bring them into this current universe that they have. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Uh, the other guy, Michael Fassbender? Yeah. Yeah. And they're all, they are in a ton of shows, movies together. I never realized how many shows they were actually in together. They were like in old movies together. Hmm. Yeah, I thought they did well together. So. So they were in Band of Brothers. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Yeah, they were in Band of Brothers together. Like, what was that, 15 years ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, they were. I was rewatching it at Chelsea's parents' house, and I was like, oh, they're in this show. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
That's, uh, be interesting to see what they do. Hopefully, maybe we can buy it from them. Yeah, we got a couple billion laying around, right? <laughs> Dude, you're gonna get a cool new job, I think. Right? Oh, we'll be making we're making some We're set. We can finance this. Here's a here's fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> buy the X Men franchise. <laughs> we would like the X Men franchise, please. And then and then we'll somehow pay James McAvoy and Michael Fassman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give him IOUs. Yeah. When this movie does well, we'll pay you. <laughs> and if it doesn't well, then give us your autograph. Sorry. Yeah. All right.